The McElroy brothers are not experts, and their advice should never be followed. Travis insists he's a sexpert, but if there's a degree on his wall, I haven't seen it. Also, this show isn't for kids, which I mention only so the babies out there will know how cool they are for listening. What's up, you cool baby? It's familiar, but not too familiar, but not too from Seattle, baby, we hear the blues are calling, tossed salad and scrambled eggs, all three of us here in beautiful Washington, um, tossed salad what and scrambled eggs. What the hell eggs. are you talking about? All three of us here for my brother, Just my brother, and me. Just it in sunny Seattle. Beautiful weather. I don't know what people are talking about with the cloudy and the rainy. I, I It's been gorgeous. It's just been sunny, funny summer. Yeah. It's- and all three of us are here, <sighs> gathered around one microphone. Uh, I'm Justin McElroy, live from Seattle. I'm your oldest brother. I'm Griffin I, McElroy. I'm just kicking it in Seattle, just with my I, two brothers, best I'm people tra- around. I'm tra- I'm Travis McElroy. I'm a, I'm live from Seattle. Now, Travis, are you? If you are live from Seattle, I do not currently see you. Yeah, what's going on? I'm I'm in the other room. I'm not with you guys. I'm here for a different event. <laughs> okay, you're staying in a much nicer hotel. Yeah, I'm here for the. Um, Former Saturday Night Live lookalike convention. <laughs> That's very good. Say hi to Reggie for me. I will. It's just like Charles Rocket. <laughs> I don't I know that there is a nicer hotel than the hotel that we're staying at because we have the four regular pillows on our bed, you know, stacked too deep, too wide. But uh-huh. then we have another. Too pi- fast, too furious. We have another <laughs> pillow that is sort of a sliver of a pillow, just sort of like a suggestion of a pillow. And I'm not. Is sure that a what- pillow for the pillows? I think it might be. <laughs> like it might be like a little baby pillow, so that the other pillows feel like they've accomplished something in their life. But I don't. I don't know what to do with it in my body. Like, do I tuck it betwixt my legs because it's even too tiny for that? It's hard to say. Does a butt Does your pillow? hotel? Does your hotel have a pillow menu? No. No. No pillow menu. Uh, uh, this is, of course, an advice show for the modern era, um, where we take your questions and we turn them alchemy-like into wisdom. Let's get oh, wait, right. Before we start, Justin, yes? I put up that cursive thing, and I need you to apologize to me. Okay, I will I will admit you're good at cursive. I don't think that E is how the E is, though. I don't think the E that was right. That is how the E is. I do it with a flamboyant flair, but that is how the E is. The, e looked, like, the e looked like a meth-addicted hooker's mouth. It looked like a C with a bouffant. But it is correct. That is, that is the, or maybe not so over the top, but... Yeah, yeah. You yeah. Like not all winners. Your, your yeah. written language over the top. Yeah. It's kind of your whole style. You like to zazz your pizzizzle with all your uh, writing prowess. Exactly. Um, so, uh, let's get right into it. I was having lunch with three people I respect and admire. They all start criticizing a close friend of mine, not knowing she is my friend. The criticism is distasteful and unjustified. What should I do in the situation? Should I keep my mouth shut and move on, or defend my friend and lose respect from my other friends? And that's from Jake. You think this is a veiled way of saying that we insulted his friends <laughs> and he doesn't know if he should stop listening to our podcast or not? Because if that's the case, like, I'm not, I don't want to apologize for anything. Oh, wow. I mean what I say, I say what I mean. Take no prisoners. The elephant says shit and he means it all 100% of the time. Wait, did you say the elephant says shit and he means it 100% of the or time? Did, or did dog. you say Oliphant? Are you referencing Timothy, Timothy Oliphant? Olif- Timothy Oliphant says what he means and means what he says. He doffs his cowboy hat to you. <laughs> he saves you. <laughs> says good day. <laughs> Damon uh, Dolphin is faithful 100%. <laughs> He's got your back. Um, <laughs> I, uh, I, Just a real quick shout out to Tim of the Oliphant. To me. Thanks for everything, big guy. I think that you should... Uh, it, it is actually a, a, a very um, admirable quality, I think, to defend anybody who's being attacked and isn't present. Um, who, and it's it's something that I think we all fall down on, but yeah, um, it's certainly the the... I know I I do, but I, it's certainly the 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 right thing to do or the respectful thing to do to try to defend people or at least not attack people who aren't um, at a place. Although, although I would say from personal experience, if the person doing the like the backstabbing is is drunk, 
it's it's best to just let that one go by. Because I got into a screaming match with a girl on her birthday once for defending another one of my friends, and it was it was it was a bad scene. It was a real bad scene. I'm not sure that it's the right. It might be the right thing to do, but I don't know that it's the pragmatic thing to do. Like, um, I I I didn't have I haven't had so many friends lately, and I think it's because I keep getting in this situation, and I trade in the three friends for one friend, and then it's like I'm down two friends, mathematically speaking. I don't have the two friends I would have had if I had stuck with the three instead of the one, you know? You gotta keep in mind, how many friends can I keep in my life at all times and have the maximum number I, of friends? I think I think what you need to do is you have to sit back and say, is this one friend worth these three friends? And it sounds like if they're being distasteful and unjustified, like, they don't really sound like great people. No, but you're not thinking of it pragmatically. It's all about pragmatism this episode, you guys, because that's three warm bodies. Three friends. Or maybe maybe their one friend is gigantic. Oh. And that's why the three friends were picking on her. Like a baby Huey situation. Yeah. Yeah. I I, I think that it's a, a fine opportunity to to practice decency, which you should try to defend people even if they're not your friends. Mm-hmm. So don't make that like, I don't know, don't make that a huge part of your decision making process. But um, what if it's Osama bin Laden? You still want him to defend Osama bin Laden? I think friendship is sacred. With terrorist leaders, <laughs> I don't. Think, I don't think that they're friends. With, what are they going to say about Osama? His ass is dead. <laughs> yeah. What are they going to say about Osama bin Laden that is distasteful and unjustified? That hasn't already been said in an infinite number of Toby Keith songs. <laughs> um, I, I I think that the answer is yes, but to not get belligerent about it. There's a polite way to to defend people without turning it into an us versus them type situation. And and usually if you say something like, well actually, you know, I'm, I'm pretty good friends with them and they're alright. Everybody around you will get the hint and not keep talking shit. If they do, it's turning into a whole different situation. Yeah, You know what I mean? Like, then you just need to get out of there, maybe smack a few faces on your way out the door. Yeah. As you run with your hand out <laughs> in the smacking position. Or it also would be great if you didn't say anything and then later somehow made sure they found out that you were friends with this person because then they retroactively feel guilty and that goes down. Like, what's up? What's Remember up her? Now? The twist, denouement. You didn't see this coming. Hey, yeah. uh, is it is it possible to get my hopes up for a first date without ruining things? Is there a happy medium between too high of expectations and pressure and being hopeful and excited about the possibilities of that relationship. That's from Formspring. Oh, God. What do you mean by ruin things? Like, are you... I peed like, myself. Yeah, I peed yeah, myself. Yeah, like, are you instantly. rolling up and being like, marry me? Oh, damn it. Ah, oh, fuck. You look great. I peed myself. <laughs> I put pee in my, in my pants because you're so beautiful. Um, um, no. No. You have to go in jaded. Totally. Bitter. No, not that. Just totally cash. Talking about cashmere, baby, because you don't want to freak her out. You don't want to freak yourself out. The best way to get to know somebody is in a no, a low to no pressure situation, and you can't craft that for yourself. You go in thinking, thinking about wedding bells, I about actually, babies I, and wedding bells. I completely agree, Griffin. I think that first dates in and of themselves are like booby traps that are set up to make you fail. <laughs> Literally. Literally. <laughs> Good one. But I think that it is basically... <laughs> I it said is, some dismissiveness there. I think that it is a built-in high-pressure situation. Mm-hmm. You know, like, everything about it is, is like, built to be awkward. And if you bring your high-pressure situation into her low-pressure situation, you get a tornado and thousands die. Very sen- yeah. It's very sensitive, Griffin. Yeah. Think about it. What is People are friends on the East Coast. Travis right now is batting down the hatches. I'm I'm in the midst of of the storm. That's why I said tornado and not hurricane. Thanks, guys. But now it's you pretty much me. all the same thing. They made, bad weather. Like, like there's bad weather everywhere. I can't talk about bad weather. The anymore. hurricane made the, made tornadoes. <laughs> That's the fucking scariest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> it was baby, baby tornadoes. It spun off the hurricane. Have you seen the day after tomorrow? Like it no. all happens at once. You Do the tornadoes ago, make earthquakes? Yeah. 
Hey, and speaking, then the Earth core starts stops spinning. Speaking of this hurricane, I hope <clears throat> everyone is um, is safe, and is it is. Uh, I guess by Monday, this will all sort of blown over for for our U.S. friends. Maybe not some of our friends in Canada, um, but I I hope you were fine. I, it sounds like the the death toll is relatively low. I did want to mention one that I saw. One of the very few deaths. Um, was listed in the news as a, and I don't want to be disrespectful here, was listed in the news as a um, a 55-year-old surfer that died. <laughs> and to me, it just screamed like, that's a full-on, that's a full-on Bodhi situation. Yeah. <laughs> that, guy, <laughs> that guy can't live in a cage, the cage of, of going into that dark twilight, and he just I, decided... Not, I have to imagine that that is like lifeguard lingo. Like, there's a dude, there's a lifeguard on the beach radioing other lifeguards like, uh, I'm gonna need some support out here. We got a full-on Bodhi. We got a full-on Bodhi! Like, this, like... Bring in the chopper! They wouldn't list him as a 55-year-old surfer unless he was fucking carving the waves <laughs> yeah. right then. I actually, I read it his a bit in the New York Times. Because I got, I got news for you. You're 55 year old. You're not a pro. <laughs> it's not your career. I read his obit in the New York Times. Then she said, um, "55-year-old radical surfer." So I think <laughs> that they added that extra thing to let you know. What is it? Do I have something on my teeth? I was trying not to distract, but no, no. Which one is it? Uh, let me see. Smile. No, the other one. This guy. Yeah, one of your canines. Okay. Yeah, you got it. Great. Um, don't surf in hurricane. Can we give out general advice for surviving? Uh, yeah, disasters like this. General, general hurricane advice. Um, there's no laws anymore. No, <laughs> everything the- everything's fucking on the table. Grab, snatch and grab, <laughs> snatch and grab. Um, it's all yours. It's I, I've also you. learned from so many um, like weather horror movies. Don't wear a Hawaiian shirt and put down your video camera. Oh my god, you'll be sucked into the vacuum. Those two things will kill you. Also, this is a great time uh, to listen to Jimmy Buffett back catalog. Yeah, because if you don't now, you'll die, and then you'll never have heard it. <laughs> the uh, the uh, and he's got lots of songs about surviving this sort of thing, and That's keeping a pretty saying. good attitude throughout. Um, uh, you uh, you should remember uh, above all that. Um, hold on, shit, I forgot my thing. Hold on, love conquers all. No, not love, love conquers love all. True love waits. True love waits. So don't get hurricane nasty. No <laughs> <laughs> hurricane nasty is sweeping the Gulf Coast. This is the windiest nap. It's dirty with four R's. Mm. <laughs> it's quite a storm. Um, uh, is there a good hurricane pickup line? Um, I want to um, batten down your hatches. I mean, yeah, but I guess I want to. Bo- I don't want to turn this into. <laughs> I don't want to turn this into a high pressure Ooh. system. We better. We better go to the grocery store. And before it gets raided and buy condoms to have sex with? <laughs> okay. A little on the nose, maybe, I think. Um, or we could just raw dog it. <laughs> hey, there's a hurricane coming. We should probably bone. Have you ever made sex in a swirling vortex? <laughs> <laughs> maybe that could be next. Yeah, wouldn't that be the dream? Like, I don't want to get weird. But wouldn't that be the dream? If you were sucked into a swirling vortex, like made coitus, like, whoa! Intense experience of my life. Check it out, Poseidon. <laughs> Thunk. That was me. That was getting slain on the side of a building, being killed in Cow. Sleep. Couple having just totally righteous sky sex. Fifty-five-year-old boner. Another couple having totally righteous sky sex. <laughs> Bodie, get a net, Bill Pullman. We gotta save him. <laughs> what about that fifty-five-year-old pro surfer? Too late for him. Too late for him. He's surfing the <laughs> surfing the sky. He, maybe the fifty five year old surfer was trying to save a sky sex couple. Yeah, and that's what like I've got to carve into the storm <laughs> and save them or get a better look at least. Fifty five. I got nothing. <laughs> How hard do you think Miser Lou was playing in that dude's head as he surfed a hurricane? <laughs> Fuck! What a cool way to go out. That's what he was thinking. Yeah. He didn't think he was gonna like, like wake a, up a the next 75 day. Seventy five foot wave towered over. He's like worth it. Done. <laughs> Uh, how about a Yahoo answer for us? Justin, don't... Justin's, like, looking at my computer right now. I don't want him to... Oh, I won't look. I don't want him to I see I won't it. look. Um, okay, here it is. Yeah, don't look at the question, because this is this one's uh, pretty important for you to look at. Okay. So I sent in by Daisy Gray. Thank you, Daisy. It's by Yahoo Answers user Rashi, who asks, Is it bad to run to girlfriend in the rain, like in the movies? <laughs> 
Okay, I just left my girlfriend's apartment seeing her and my daughter. Well, tomorrow morning, I'm going off to college for basketball. Only about 40 minutes away, but still. And I want to surprise her one last time. I want to run to her in the rain like in them corny movies. She loves that stuff. I already got Skittles, her favorite candy, and it's pouring rain. Should I do it? Would that be stupid? Wait. Hold on. Hey, buddy. (laughs) Have you guys seen The Notebook? I love that scene where, um, that, that one guy, who's that one guy? Uh-huh. Who's that guy? Ryan, Ryan Philippi? Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds, Ryan Gosling. Man, there's a lot of sexy-ass Ryans out there. Yeah, they're week. doing good. Uh, Ryan Gosling runs up to that other chick and is like, hey, and before he gets to her, he just throws a pile of Skittles in her face. <laughs> just like throws a handful, like, if you're a bird, I'm a bird. Skittles! Take them. Whoa! Did you just uh, did you just quote the Notebook? Is that was that a a, a Notebook? I might have quote booked it. Selection. You know the tricky thing about running in the rain is where do I park my car? Yeah. Where is far enough? <laughs> How run? far away is far enough, but not too far. And by right. the time you get there, you're just like tired. You're like you're like oh, hi, I puke. Yeah. <laughs> Puke up all the Skittles you ate on the way over. I I ate your Skittles. I needed the carbs. (laughs) I'll be like, you get there to her, and you you, you put your hand in your pocket, and you pull out Crazy Core Skittles, and you're like, I'm sorry, all they had was Crazy Core. And she's like, I don't care. (laughs) I love the idea of like completely contextless running to someone in the rain. Like, you run up to them, and then what? Like, you run up, and you're like, hey... You're talking about a stranger? No, but, like, he's leaving for college later. And so, like, he's like, I want to run up to her and say what? Like, make sure that you're there when I leave tomorrow. So, wait a minute. Did he say his girlfriend and his daughter and he's going to college to play basketball? Yeah. Hey, if if you want a grand romantic gesture, take your daughter with you. (laughs) What are you doing? Take your daughter to college year. Yeah. Yeah, maybe like get in a part with the both of them and don't be a deadbeat absent father. If you want like grand gestures, that'd be a good start. Oh, maybe the Skittles are for the daughter to like ease the pain of the Papa. <laughs> and to be fair, he doesn't he doesn't say he's going to college to play basketball. He's going to college for basketball. Oh, you think I he's think... going to like Duke and he's like, oh, I just love them blue devils so much. I actually think he's going to study basketball. Like a basketball doctor? <laughs> yeah. I'm Dr. Basketball Jones. Please step into my office. Your hoops are all wrong. Let me show you about free throws. I wrote my thesis on three points. My prescription? Sick dunks. Sick dunks. Ah, oh, I see your problem here. You seem to affect the funk on a nasty dunk. Mm. <laughs> Nothing but net, Michael Jordan. <laughs> I'm running out of things I know about basketball. Charlotte Hornets aren't a team anymore. Have you met Dr. Jones? He's he's an odd duck. He wears Reebok pumps mm-hmm. with his tweed. I like him, though. Yeah. And those are still a thing? Reebok pumps? Yeah. Pumps? Are Reebok still a thing? Uh, Reebok, I think, might, is still around. I don't think that's a company anymore. I think you know, just snatched them up. You know that indie song that's so popular right now, where they sing all the kids with the pumped-up kicks? Is that about Reebok Pump? I'm pretty sure the song you're talking about is written by All American Rejects, and <laughs> thus cannot be qualified. I don't think it's written by. I think it's written by the 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 Signinis or something, some sort of righteous indie name. Mm-hmm. The what did Richard, you just say? The Richard Gricos. There oh, it is. The Sky Surfers. <laughs> oh, the Sky Surfers. Yeah. Uh, no, we're not the Richard Gricos anymore. We lost our bases. Now we're just Grico. Mm-hmm. Ah, Richard Grico. <laughs> ah, Richard Grico, the sequel. The Richard Grico experience. Hey, this Monday, my wife and I will find out if we are indeed going to be parents. We're excited at the possibility and have started trying to plan ahead things to get. One area we're stuck in is a baby-themed room. We wanted something different from the normal animal-themed room. Whoa. Whoa, dog. <laughs> Whoa. Animal-themed room. Nope, we're sticking with animal. And felt that the Wise Brothers 3 would provide us with some great thoughts. That's from Confounded in KC. I'm going to throw out, and this is kind of meta, but what about a baby-themed, baby-themed room? Oh, man. And you just paint babies all over the walls. Yeah. 
and like with signs, like you are this. Like I love that. <laughs> I think that's important for human beings to know what and who they are pretty much instantly, so they yeah. can start growing and learning from it. Like I think you learn from yourself. Maybe maybe instead of a baby, it's like a zygote or like a oh. or like a fetus, and you're like you were this. Now get better. Ooh, I like that. What if you put? What if you took it as an educational thing? And you uh, put just a ton of objects in the room that would say maybe like out loud, perhaps with one of the um, greeting card sound chips, they would say out loud what they are. But they would all do it at the same time, and they would do it 24 hours a day. <laughs> chair, 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 bed, bed, bed. I am drums. I am drums. Dad's hidden pot. Dad's hidden pot. Pump shoes. Pump shoes. <laughs> Why did you hide your pot in the baby's room, Dad? You had a touch on him that just said, baby, baby, baby. <laughs> and just be Justin Bieber. <laughs> oh, that would be, that would make for probably a Unabomber. That would yeah. make for a Unabomber. <laughs> How was my babyhood? I will tell you. Not great, because I'm looking at that lamp and it's screaming in my brain, so... It could be better. I, all I could think of when I blew up the building was, well, that's one building of things that won't be screaming. <laughs> building, baby building, today. building, 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 building. Windows, windows. I have to kill the building. <laughs> but now it's screaming pit, empty pit, empty pit, empty pit. Construction. Just like my heart, 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 heart. Um, what about a Steve Gutenberg-themed room? <laughs> Gutenberg, baby. Yeah, that would be sick. Or just let's go full whole hog, and we'll go um, three and a half men and a baby. And wait, just, what? <laughs> what? Three, three and three and three quarters men, and also a baby. Who's the three quarters man? Gu- the Gutenberg. The Goots. Yeah. All right. Okay. I'm pretty sure he was listed in one of the original men, right? It was Steve Gutenberg. Steve Dancing. Steve Dan. Dan- Steve Dancing. And, uh, and uh, Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd in his in his acting debut as the baby. Uh huh. Uh-huh. He was um, awesome as the baby. No, there were fucking there were three dads in that shit, right? Yeah, yeah. Greg Evigan, Greg Evigan, Paul Rudd, and Michael Paul Reiser was there. And- Paul Reiser, Peter Sarsgaard, <laughs> and Stellan Skarsgård. <laughs> Skarsgård. Hey guys, can Skarsgaard. we get together and fucking pick one? Yeah, just pick a thing. Just pick us. You can't throw K's in there. It's it's one name or the other. Um, I. What about a Skarsgård themed room? Mm. Oh, you've got a baby! You got a baby in the room. Did you? Did you scars guard everything? Which is oh. the scars guard in the True Blood? Is that Stellan? Stellar Stellum Scarsgoods. Stellum needs to stop taking pictures on magazines with like him pulling the front of his pants down. Like, hey, maybe want to see some pubes? Like, <laughs> I don't want. Actually, I'm checking out at H E B and I'm buying like bacon and dates. Like, I don't want to see your almost pubes. Sarah. And I certainly don't want my baby to see them. Bad idea. I vote down your idea. Okay. Yeah, I'd V-Ted. V-Ted. What about, because um, now that I'm thinking about Gutenberg, I'm just thinking about Short Circuit. What yeah. about just like an all Short Circuit themed room? Right. What if we went over the top and said just a robotic room? See, this Ooh. is something I could get behind. Cause that's, I like it. That's, robots had such a big influence on me in my life. Um, uh, uh, vis-a-vis Short Circuit and uh, Iron Giant. Um, Robots are important, and I think you need to. I think I think the next generation of children is going to have a very good reason to be scared of robots. Right. So uh, if your baby's half robot, or at least can sympathize with them or communicate yeah. with them, it'll um, help. Yeah. Uh, I don't want. Yeah. You don't. You don't want your baby to be a robophobe. You got to get them in early. Mm-hmm. You got to get them in deep. Can you? If you make a baby themed, uh, like a babe, a robot themed baby room. Can you make an exoskeleton for your baby? Mm-hmm. Because I think that would like an animate. Okay. We've seen in a lot of science fiction exoskeletons used to give um, disabled people the ability to, uh, or people with disabilities, the ability to walk. I'm saying, could that technology now, apply to babies? Is this example based purely out of RoboCop? See, he, you're saying RoboCop. I'm saying it's more of like a Power Rangers Megazord situation. Right, uh, okay. Mobile suit Gundam, maybe an Evangelion. Yeah. What maybe if you a- raised your baby and convinced him he was a robot? Like that, like an AI situation, and you convinced him that he was a baby robot. Like, oh no! When you die, you're not gonna go. You're not going to heaven, sir. Because <laughs> uh, you're going to the scrappy. I have seen Bicentennial Man. You are going in the garbage. <laughs> I love you. I, love I don't you think now. that's what happens in Bicentennial Man. 
Yeah. Yeah. Robin Williams dies. The last shot is him in the garbage. God. It's the only travesty is that robot Robin Williams can be thrown in the garbage, but Robin Williams can't legally. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he can be thrown on the scrap heap of Hollywood. <laughs> That's the best we got. RV is the scrap heap of Hollywood. <laughs> Ugh. Hey, Robin. Stop it. I hate that guy. Does anybody ever just refer to him by just his first name? That was just so strange to me when you said that. Rob? I feel like you have to call him Robin Williams. I call him Rob, uh, just because we're so tight. Bob Williams. Um, and sometimes I call him uh, uh, the, the most hirsute man in the world. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's a little long form. Or Mork. Mork. Or he loves that. He loves penny. that. He loves that stuff. Hey, Mork! How... <laughs> That's a good one, Justin. Oh. Was that your that was, was that your sorry, Robin? Sorry, was that your Robin Williams? I, man, I I only got like one voice. Yeah. Hey, it's also I my start Paul Rudd impression. Yeah. You got a Paul Rudd? Yeah. Oh, that's a good one, Justin. Oh. Say, <laughs> Paul Rudd is Count Chocula. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Hey, I started a new job in April, supervising employees who have been working longer than I've been alive. I'm well qualified, but I also happen to be a young, somewhat petite, blonde female. How do I present myself in a way that lets people know that they can't take advantage of me? Gmail. I Robot think exoskeleton. Exoskeleton. Suit. Exoskeleton is the obviously the it's the obvious answer, but I assume she would have thought of that already, uh, right? Okay. Um, you know, I, I think if you if you go in with that attitude, um, then it's gonna create a real contentious workplace um, situation. I, I, I'm of the opinion that the best way to supervise people is to be, as uh, Dale Carnegie said, lavish in your approbation and hearty in your praise. Are you yeah. kidding me no. with this Carnegie cast? No. You what does that mean? You into a Carnegie cast. I, I'm just telling people that that book turned my life around. Just don't approbate anybody. You know, like that word. You know, lavish Listen. with your approbation. Don't, yeah, don't dr- don't drown these fools in approbation. Don't be mad because I've won friends and influenced people. Don't hate. Don't hate. Celebrate. Define approbate for me right now, and I swear to God, I will give you five dollars. The word was approbation. What does it mean? It means praise. Does it mean it? It uh, means approving of people. I like approbation. Yeah, like approbation. Fuck that. No. That's yep. Not how that word. Yep. Why does it Dale You just say like. Hey, tell him good job and pat him tell on him the back. Tell him good job. Pat on the back. Good job. Because he work. was a delight. Because he's dead. He can't say anything anymore. Wow. R- way to really bring it down. Yeah. <sighs> he died um, surfing in the hurricane. Yeah, you win. Okay, I was right. Yeah. Um. Um. The uh. Yeah. I, I just think that if you go in saying like you guys aren't going to take advantage of me, then it, it's going to create a bad work environment. It's not going to be the kind of work environment I would be more concerned with. Like setting a good role model and leading them rather than worrying is, about people taking advantage of you. Cause is I, your I concern think that, like that they're going to like ask off extra days work, take advantage of you? Like they're all going to slack off and not do their job? Like what does it mean take advantage of? I'm, I'm confused by the parameters. Well, the she question. can't answer your question because she's not on this because call. Because she's words on a screen. Uh, <laughs> I know. I understand. I understand the concept. I know how that works. I'm, um, I'm wanting you guys to tell me what you think it is. Yeah, I like that kind of stuff. Like, just not showing up for work and then being like, what? Fire me. You can't. I've been doing this longer than you've been alive. Like, or, steal, like, stealing rubber bands. Stealing all the rubber bands. Like, yeah. what are you doing with those rubber bands? Ah, uh, they're all mine. Ha. Ah, I'm making a child. <laughs> rubber baby. Rubber, rubber, rubber man. Just love that song so much. Gotta make you human. <laughs> so it's like... Maybe taking advantage is leaving Rubber Baby in her chair uh-huh. without warning her. Oops. Uh-oh. And with a sign that says, we wish Rubber Baby was our boss. <laughs> yeah. Rubber Baby would do better than you. Have you? <laughs> you should be my manager, Rubber Baby. He's very, <laughs> he's bouncy. He um he smells like an old newspaper. He's very quiet, but he's, he's very, very resilient. And you can play hoops with him. <laughs> like with him. Like with him. Like you On him, to him. You can play basketball to him. The one baby it's okay to drop. <laughs> um, I, I, I think that I, I understand your worry, but, but I think if you work, focus on having a good relationship with these people, that's going to be your best bet. Because especially for people who've been doing this for so long, you're not going to whip them into shape. Like, you're not going to whip them into submission. 
Um, and and I, I don't think you should look at uh, working with them or, or trying to um, appease them as, as, a, as a loss. Yeah. I, I think it's just plain good, good leadership. I, Listen, I, I, think- I, I agree you should have an unsheathed samurai sword open on your desk. <laughs> that is absolutely right. That when That's- someone comes in to ask you a question, no matter how benign the question is, just slowly stroke the handle. Yeah, just stroke that wazaikishi and just let her know what's up. I, um, I if this were like a, a Meg Ron- Oh, sorry, Travis, go right ahead. I, I was just going to say, I think a good rule of thumb for pretty much every situation like this is if you respect yourself, if you have confidence in yourself, then that will carry over to them. If you go in afraid that they're going to take advantage of you, if you go in feeling underqualified because you're younger than them, that's going to be the image you project. But if you go in saying, I deserve to be here, I deserve to be the supervisor, they will, uh, they will respect that. If this were a Reese Witherspoon movie, mm-hmm. she would have her gay best friend who doesn't work there come into the place and do something wrong, and then she would fire him in front of everyone. Like, what do you oh, want? He would like, like cry, like yeah, like how could she be so I mean? I have a sick kid. I got a sick baby. I don't understand why the friend has to be gay. <laughs> I just thought that she. Well, like later she's he's gonna help her out with like her relationship. Is but, this Timothy uh, Oliphant? Can I imagine? Yeah, if you actually, if you imagine Timothy Olyphant as a gay man, you have to go to jail. <laughs> <laughs> the man only wears cowboy hats. He wears cowboy hats in the shower, like sure, yeah. And if you picture Timothy Olyphant in the shower in a cowboy hat, you have to go to jail. <laughs> Those we have an Olyphant laws. Uh, I don't want to go to jail. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, I'm almost sure Isaac Asimov wrote the Olyphant laws. Yeah, yeah, sure. Um. <laughs> a law one cowboy hat. Yeah. <laughs> law two draw. Um. How about a Yahoo answer question? Please. This one was sent in by Daniel McKinney. I'm almost certain Justin just looked at it. It's by Yahoo Answers user Garland Garcia, who asks, "Is it legal to have sex with trees on your own property?" Oh. Oh my. Now the top answer is unless the tree can be seen by a passerby, it's not illegal. It's not as if there's a precedent to making it illegal, despite the foolishness of the question. I've decided to address it seriously. And I, appre- I appreciate that, John Lennon, which is your username. Yeah, I don't think that that's accurate. No, yeah, sure. If you have a high, Here's what's terrifying about this question and why I decided to discuss no, it. No, by accurate, do you think I meant the answer or the fact that that is John Lennon? Or the fact that there's no precedent for this. I know. I agree with that part. I don't agree with that. That he's is John Lennon. John Lennon's ghost. He's, he's a ghost in the machine, but he's trapped in Yahoo Answers forever, and he just wants out so bad. <laughs> Please let him on another site. He can't find his way out because it's a labyrinth. Yeah. Take it from me. Our show is really about trying to find John Lennon's ghost hidden in Yahoo Answers. Hidden in the hedge maze of terrible. This is the closest we've ever gotten. Is this um, gentleman's concern that a tree would report him to the police? For tree se- for arboreal sex crimes? Uh-huh. I don't think that that's a concern. Um, then what other law, besides just being completely indecent in public, which mm-hmm. is a law no matter what you're having sex with... Wrongo. Wrongo. What? Here's what I'm saying. Here's what's upsetting. If your fence is high enough... People could be fucking trees all People the time. People could be fucking trees. They could have trees fucking them or each other. <laughs> they could have grown the trees into a position that makes it look like they're having sex. I'm talking about branches and the bird holes Ugh. into fucking, man, a nasty mess. A nasty so mess. Is your concern that this is, like, rampant? I'm saying, who knows, if you walk by a house with an eight-foot fence, you just go ahead and assume that they are fucking something they should not be. Yeah. And spray paint on the fence. Tree fuckers go home. Yeah. Some trees. <laughs> and then just spend every night worrying about white ash beetles. Yeah. They will come for you. Termites. Um, I mean, I think people are stumping on the reg. You do? Mm-hmm. You think people are stumping right now somewhere in this well, world? Well, that someone's... explains. Okay, that, now I get the t shirts. Uh, stumpers have wood. Yeah. I get it now. <laughs> Over. Um, <laughs> it upsets me that we can find loopholes in the legal system <laughs> to allow this kind of thing. Shouldn't aren't laws supposed to keep you from doing really upsetting things? Isn't that the whole I idea? I want the fucking Law and Order Special Victims Unit to like kick in the door and be like, "Hey, sex police, don't move." 
Why do we even have special? Down <laughs> on the floor, tree fucker. Yeah. Why no, even have the SVU if they're not going to stop shit like this from happening? Because psychically, it's in my brain. Like, there's a tiny. Here's what you guys may not realize about my brain is just by saying that word, saying mm-hmm. like tree fucker. Now in my brain, there's a constantly a twenty four seven until the day I die, a tiny man fucking a tiny tree in my brain, <laughs> and he's just shouting tree fucker, tree fucker, <laughs> tree fucker, <laughs> tree fucker, or tree man penis. Intercourse, intercourse, intercourse. Like, it can't be stopped. Please stop the noise. But you can't stop the noise. I want fucking Ice-T to kick in the door and be like, stop, SVU! And he can't do that in your brain? He's got to stop. Hold on. I got to incept him in there. Get get him out, Brain Ice-T. Guys, Griffin's eyeballs are bleeding. (laughs) I think he incepted too much. Uh, Don't have sex with trees. Don't have sex with there's guys if only to avoid the horrifying half-human, half-tree babies. <laughs> and also the dick splinters. Stop it. Listen, you motherfuckers. Dryads have to come from somewhere. Oh, man. I want them to walk the earth, and this is the only way to get it done. It may not be pleasant. It may not even be. It's questionably legal. But mm-hmm. if we're going to have someone to bestow upon us, like, special tree powers dryad and stuff. Magic dryad magic. Dryad magic. Yeah. I would like to imagine that dry out babies are just completely like boring and normal people. And you see like a half human, half tree, and you're like, give me your wisdom. And he's just like, dude, I, I work at the plant. I got nothing. No hey, pun intended. I work on my ship models. <laughs> when you guys were um, younger, did you ever read The, the Taking Tree? <laughs> <laughs> Take a tree. <laughs> give me that sap. <laughs> God. Oh, I'm sad in my brain. Yeah, me this too. sucks. Just ruined a children's book for this everybody. sucks. How many other children? I've done Horton Hears a Who and I've done The Giving Tree. What else can I ruin today? Yeah, you told the show? The podcast? Yeah, I guess. Uh, hey, my girlfriend and I have a long distance relationship for almost nine months now. And we're both about to be college freshmen at different universities. As of the past few days, however, she has determined that she wants to back out for a semester or two. And go home to build her confidence. I think this is a huge mistake, but don't know how to correctly approach her about it. I want to be supportive at every corner, but at the same time, I want to make sure she's making the right decision. Worried in Wilmington. You know, worried, it's a funny thing about being supportive. It's that once the person makes the decision, you support them. Because other, yeah, interesting. Yeah, I know. You back them up. You just do the thing the word says, right? Because if you say like, mm. "I don't think you're doing the right thing," you're messing up. I'm. You're going to be perpetually messing up in my eyes. I. I don't think that's supporting the person. Like she's a big girl. Like she knows. Yeah, she but knows what at she's the doing. same time, okay. So if you're just trying to be supportive, I agree with Justin. However, there is a certain amount of like. Like teaching someone to drive. If they're swerving towards a tree, you grab the wheel, and and you, you know, you nope. guide them away from hitting nope. that tree. No, nope. you got to be supportive, and you got to respect their decision to drive you into a tree. Well, uh, wait, guys, seriously, think about this for a second. How how many times have you? How many times have you made a decision, and then someone tells you uh, a big, serious decision, and someone tells you? Uh, you know, it's the wrong way to go. And you've changed your mind against your own free will. Like, it's it's something that you didn't want to do, but that person changed your mind. That never, ever happens. The only time we take people's advice is when it's justification for what we already want to do. That's not true. Sure uh, it is. I that's think that's an excellent point. Things. No, no. I, people, I think people it's absolutely for, correct. When people ask for advice, what they want is someone to support them. And if you really care about her, I say you just support this decision. She's smart enough to make her own choices. Like, she knows her own her own life and her own mind. I, I just don't think you're, I don't think talking, trying to talk her out of things is the way to go. I think there can be a bias that you can have in your own brain where like you, when you have a tough decision like this, you can be leaning towards one or the other, but I think it's, you're still susceptible to advice. I think that's kind of a, a messed up way to look at things. Well, no, especially in this case, she didn't ask for his advice. She didn't want his opinion on, that's on what, true. Like, she yeah. didn't say like, hey, what do, if someone's asking, the, the reason I point this out is that if she was asking for your advice and she was kind of like on the fence one or the other, for sure, like tell her what you think. But trying to convince someone to do something they don't want to do, I think, is is going to be a 
huge source of undue stress in your relationship. Let's get let's no. get specifically into this question though. She wants to go home to build her confidence. I think that there's and instead of giving her advice, I think that you can help her do that and still get her to to go to school, still get her to to keep up her regular school schedule because this it's, is the kind of thing where it's not like a I'm not saying it's the right choice for everybody all the time, but if you think it's the right choice for her and assumedly you know her pretty well, I, I think that you I think it's your duty to to try and influence her decision. I I just worry that going home and like backing out of school isn't a good way to build confidence. Not at all. It, see, it seems no. like she's afraid to start this next step of college and so she's just not going to do it. And that is not confidence building at all. So that like that's what concerns me is that it's not the idea of you saying it is a bad idea is that it is a bad idea. And and if it's uh, you said you're going to different universities, if it's because she doesn't want to leave you, you need to that's that's not good at all. Mm. That's not good. That's not Well, is she is her staying like is the place she's staying in, uh, near the university that he's going to? I don't think. Uh, I don't know. He doesn't, that was not he doesn't made say. explicitly clear. But but if that is the case, then that's that is definitely something you need to inter- interject and be like, hey, don't do this for me. Like this is this is a super important thing that you have to do, um, and and don't do it for this this relationship. I, I think that in all things, if you're looking for a way to approach it and actually like bring it up, asking questions is better than making statements. If you're like, why do you think, why do you feel you need to do this? What do you, what's your plan? You know, that kind of thing. As opposed to going, this is a bad idea. I don't think you should do it. Like, because then that's you. But asking her questions will help her to realize if it's something she really wants to do or not. Um, yeah, it, it, it's, a, it's a sticky, it's a sticky situation. Um, but I, I, I just don't try to impose your own thoughts because she's looked at this at different angles but there's ways to what i would do if i were you is really talk to her about it and really figure out what's really at the root of it try your Mm -hmm. best to understand it because if you if you understand what she's feeling completely then you are going to see things her way you will you will see why she is staying there um and then you can kind of go from there but i would first i think your first step is to try to uh to um um understand where she's coming from personally that's what i think you know what i think what maybe we should do a yahoo yeah should we do the one about the tree sex again yeah sure no this hey sex tree sex what's up with that (laughs) um how about this one this one's sent by golly ayali it's by yahoo answers user jordan crumb remember that last name everybody jordan crumb my last name is Crum, and I am running for 4-H president at my school. I need good slogans for my posters. 4-H is green and for the planet. Please put more than one slogan. Oh, don't worry, Jordan. <laughs> I think we done, to done and done. Crum He's, believable. Fuck, you beat me to it. <laughs> <laughs> Can we set it to that song? Yes. He's Crum believable. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I man. wish that that wasn't always in my head all the time, twenty four seven. That ju- to- and just that like two seconds of music. Unbelievable! 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 <laughs> unbelievable! Time to pull the umbilical cord. Yeah, and succeed. Pull it. Pull it. Cut it. Cut the umbilical. <laughs> no, I like pulling it better. <laughs> I'll get out of this. I'll get out of this one. Um, uh, he's not like that. We are cartoonists. Crumb it. Jesus. Um, uh, uh, Come, no, I'm looking at you. Give me something. Look at my eyes. Crumb. 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 There, there's nothing I don't want to say that isn't... Put it on your earmuffs, everybody. <laughs> Come, I mean. <laughs> like, I'm coming! <laughs> uh, let's see some of the, uh, uh, some of the really, <laughs> some of the really stellar answers here. Uh, several slogans for Crumb for fourth president are "Don't be glum." No, I'm sorry. What? Crumb for fourth president. <laughs> okay. It's the third president down the line. Okay. <laughs> Don't be glum. Vote for Crumb, fourth president. Not so great. Not a good start. <laughs> Don't be glum. Give I was ho- going to be glum, but give a ho ho hum. Vote for Crumb, fourth president. Nope. <laughs> That's not it at all. Mm-hmm. Who, who are you voting for? Ho ho hum. <laughs> Crumb. Crumb. 
Tippecanoe and Tyler, too. I give out chewing gum if you vote for Crumb for nope. president. Nope. That's All these read. things make me want to not vote for Crumb. Make Is it that... rule of thumb. Vote for President Crumb. That's... If he's President Crumb, he doesn't need your vote. <laughs> to be fair, President Crumb sounds like a warlord, and I love yeah. it. Don't become numb. Vote for Crumb. He will lead us alive. Our school will thrive. What the fuck? Holy what? Shit. To a glorious revolution! <laughs> Overlord Crumb. And the, and the floor of the cafeteria will be stained with blood. I'm seeing, in my, I'm seeing in my mind like a chubby version of Beans from Even Stevens. Like that kid. Only he's in the Obama poster. The Hope poster. Only it's a Hope. It just says Crumb. <laughs> Fuck, Justin Russo, make that Hey, Justin Russo? Make that t-shirt. Shit's on you. Uh, By the way, those suggestions came from George. He's a college professor of education at four universities in Illinois, New York, South Carolina, and the District of Columbia. He likes making slogans. So if you go to college in one of those four states, you should probably move. (laughs) Go somewhere else. Dude lives in D.C. Why didn't he give Obama some of his help? For 2012. Like, Obama. Yo mama. Vote for fourth president. (laughs) Why is, what is fourth president? You make it sound like a fourth meal. President Obama. He killed Osama. Fourth president. <laughs> Get him. Give him your votes. Let's keep this country alive. It must thrive. Obama. Is there a who's Harry Crumb angle we're not approaching? Um, no. <laughs> okay. All right. That's good enough for me. Hey. You're a history. You're a college professor of education. You're fired. Go find another state. That happened to him three times. Your slogans are terrible. Do you think he teaches politics? Oh no, I think I bet he teaches education about politics. I bet I bet that he knows every single slogan that's ever been done in any presidential campaign, and he has compiled that information to create these surefire winning machines. You gotta come up with some snappy. I like Ike. That's great. Yeah. I mm-hmm. I chum crumb. Yeah. Is that good? Um, no. Crumb. Big tum crumb. Big tum crumb. I, like- I think it's time to accept that you don't have a successful political name. Yeah, you don't. Can we change it to like Broderick? <laughs> yeah, Brock Broderick, president and king. <laughs> Brock Broderick, sexual desire. What is this voice that you're doing? What about what? About if you ditch all the president shit what if you focus on your sexual potency yeah crumb he is adequate he'll get the job done crumb he'll do the electric slide with you at the dance crumb crumb sporting boners since 2006 crumb's got more boners than he knows what to do with fourth president crumb he'll help you with your long division he's got that shit down he's in fourth grade yeah, I mean, you could, it, the, the, the trick for winning a presidential election, which Travis, I, I'm sure you know all about, is uh-huh. to find your, sort of your um, area of expertise in fourth grade. Like, are you a basketball star? Because if that's mm-hmm. the case, and like, Crumb makes all the points for the big team. Slam dunk. I, Slam dunk I would Crumb. suggest just a series of, how about a series of pictures of him as a basketball star, as a chemist? As uh, as President Obama, but just the exact same facial expression and everything. His arm around Barry. <laughs> we caught him together, Barry. We got him. Couldn't have done it without you. And you couldn't have done it without me. Crumb, fourth president. <laughs> I will fuck you so good. <laughs> what? He's a fourth grader. Yeah, but he's also sexually potent. I'm trying to, I'm bringing all of our birds into room. I, this, oh my God, Griffin. That answer was put onto this question 13 hours ago. I George is still out there helping people. Wait. He must be stopped. Crumb just put this. Okay, guys, this is such a rare opportunity. Crumb just put this question up 15 hours ago, and there are still three days left to answer. If you can find this question and start giving him some crummy suggestions, that would oh. be. Oh. I love Hold it. On. Okay, we just tapped into it. Uh. Your crummiest president. Yeah. Well, I know, I know. I think it has to be... His name's Crumb, but he's not crummy. Vote for him. Don't be a dummy. Whoa. Oh, whoa. <laughs> his name's Crumb. He's not coming. Fuck. <laughs> he's not coming. Next question. Don't tell. 
Listen, I'm saying get your mom, get a fucking Elmer's glue stick, get some spring, get some sprinkle sparkles, and just fucking make that slogan happen. Yeah. Give you a picture of you high-fiving Barack Obama holding Osama Bin Laden's head. Fantastic. Guaranteed win. So, hey, I run a lot. Just a fact. And because of that, I'm usually wearing short shorts around my house, and just in general. I love them because they're so comfortable and easy to wear. Everyone I know that isn't a runner hates them. And sometimes they're even appalled by the fact that I'm wearing them. Stop so, going to funerals in your what short I, shorts. What I'm asking you is, why do people hate short shorts? I love them. David, North Carolina. You know what bothers me about this show? We say pretty clearly, I think, in all of our promotional materials, our TV ads, our Super Bowl spot, mm-hmm. we say it's an advice show for the modern era. David has come to us not seeking advice. He has his decision about short shorts is Set in stone. cast in iron. Yeah. I think I think this is an opportunity. I think it's like one of those things where no one goes to a psychiatrist because they're afraid they have narcissism. Like they go because they're depressed because nobody realizes how awesome they are. Yeah. I think that that's what this is. David has not asked for advice, but I feel David needs advice. Uh, how short are these shorts, dog? Like that's my question. What are we talking about here? Are we talking about some Daisy Dukes? Are we talking about some Jordan Crumbs? Like how short are these? <laughs> oh, in order for that joke to make sense, you have to see the picture of Jordan Crumb that we're both looking at right now. <laughs> I can't. I, uh, his T-shirt is so long, I can't even see it. It looks like he's like a girl in a Poison music video right now. There's sparks everywhere. Mm-hmm. I would also say that short shorts in this uh, situation sound like a uniform for running, so you should probably relegate it to that time and only that time. Yeah, just wear them while you're running, and no other time ever. That's like if I were um, a 55-year-old surfer and I just rolled around in a wetsuit all the time. It's like all the time. Or, or floated around in a wetsuit until yeah. the Coast Guard came by. I'm not sure I'm even cool with it while it's running. Because when I, when I run, when I, ex- when I express myself through movement, um, and I see a gentleman pass by, which they're keen to do because I'm not the fastest runner, um, <laughs> and I see them wearing those short shorts, and it sounds like their thighs are high-fiving over and over again. Mm-hmm. Like well, then you just do a slight wave and say, please don't try to see my balls. Yeah, like, I, and I, can, I can't not see his balls. Like, they're in, they're, my, they're in my everything at that point, like in that brief moment where they pass by. Uh, and they always touch me. They always just brush up against, and I feel their moist leg. Their moist his balls? Time. No, not no, not his balls. No, oh, his, okay. don't be crass. Um, his almost balls. <laughs> okay. Still his no-no zone, but like his almost balls. Why are you not wearing them? Why are you wearing them any other time? It's a running uniform. Like I don't wear my cleats for sports inside the house. My sport cleats. I'm saying don't wear them at all. I'm saying when I get done sh- with my desert horse race, I take off my jog purse. Yeah. Yep. Oh, and David, just so we're clear, people don't hate your short shorts. People hate your legs. Yeah. <laughs> they don't want to see all the That's things. That's another situation. They don't want to see like, your pasty, sweaty getaway stick. Yeah, what kind of legs are we talking about here? Are we talking about, like, some daddy long legs, lanky ass, pale, and pasties? Or are we talking about, Or like, are they jealous? Are we talking about legs that look like Robin Williams' fingers? <laughs> Maybe we're talking about legs that go all the way up, and everybody's just jealous. Are we talking about some Michael Sarahs, or are we talking about some Bruce Valanches? <laughs> They're both bad. Like, I don't understand what you're saying. I know. I'm trying, I'm trying to gauge what kind of... Have you ever seen a dude's legs and gone, oh, yeah. <laughs> Except for Timothy Oliphant. Obviously. Other than Timothy Oliphant, yeah. Yeah. Go um, to jail. Shit. <laughs> Do not pass go. I haven't. I don't think that's a good look for a dude. I don't think a. I, 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 I haven't seen a. I haven't talked to a lady who appreciates a good leg. I think that that's so. A, that's. I like. I know ladies like buns. Yeah, they like a tight bun, but like I guess you get that by running. So you want so. him to run in assless chaps. <laughs> 
or just just running jeans, everybody. Can you just hide your fucking <laughs> nothing legs? like the comfort and ease of jeans? Yeah, because you can <laughs> jeans. You can get some cargo jeans going, and you can tuck bottles of water in there. You can have your Zune and your bottle of water in there, and your bag of cheese nips. Yeah, bag of cheese nips. Maybe a Game Boy, because it gets boring out there on the street. <laughs> Like, how's your run going? Good, catching them all. You hungry? I got nips. <laughs> yo, and yo, yo. if it helps, you can wear your short shorts underneath the jeans. Yeah. If that yeah. makes you feel better. You just need to feel that mesh close to your yeah. scrote. Hey, uh, I want to hear Griffin's last question, but first, uh, uh, quick housekeeping stuff. Um, we are at mbmbam.com. That is the letters of my brother, my brother and me.com. You probably figure that out. Our Twitter is uh, mb uh, is at mbmbam. Um, Griffin, can you tell them how how they they can reach out to us? How they can reach us? Uh, you can email us at uh, mbmbam at maximumfund dot org or just mbmbam at gmail dot com. If that's how you like to do what you do, um, or, or you can just shout at us on Twitter. We're always looking. We're always but looking out for that hashtag and that at sign. And yeah. if you need a more direct way, you can call Griffin at 1-900-HOT-PANTS. Hot Pants, with a Z. Hottest mm-hmm. Pants. Don't call that number, though, because it's probably something bad. Um, <laughs> I want to thank John and Roderick and the Long Winters for the use of their theme song. It's a departure off the album Putting the Days to Bed, which... Just go buy that. We're in Seattle right now. I've just been thinking about just hunting him down like an antelope. Like some sort well, of wild creature. And just like, well, then you, you tag him and release him back. Tag him and release him, but thank him. I just want to thank him personally for thank you. Hey, John, John thank you for the use of your song. It's so good. I'm and sorry, because people have asked, what is our, uh, what's our closing song? It's Oh, it's off uh, Girl Talks Feed the Animals. It's Play Your Part Part 2, the very ending of it. Thank you, Girl Talk. Play Your Part Part 2. And thank you to everybody who talked about us on Twitter uh, this week. Uh, always Amy H. Uh, always devoted in her um, talking about us. Uh, rocks in his head. I appreciate that. Uh, Ryan Winslet. Galen, our bold hero. Bird Lord. Krista Whalen, as always. I uh, want to thank uh, Ashbrook Eck, who, or it's probably Ashbrook K, now that I look at it again, who uh, wondered if the the quake would get mentioned on this week's My Brother, My Brother, and Me. And sadly, it will not. Uh, thanks to Ham Doctors, we met uh, we met uh, Oni Davin and Linz, our, our friend Lindsay here at uh, in, in Seattle. Um, so thank you to, to both of them for being so sweet. Um, and speaking of people we met, we met Emily Carroll, who you can find at Emily Terrible on Twitter. She does the best art. And, and we oh, her. God, I yeah. Was, I, I was super nervous. I yeah, was actually super too. nervous. Super I was, nervous. It's like you make the best art, but now you're talking to us. Just, she made an MBMBAM art. She made an uh, art. I'm sure everybody saw it. It's, well, I'm sure it's it got blowed up worldwide. But if you didn't... Um, just track her down. It's in the forums. It's in the, oh, it's it's in in the, the forums. forums. You can find it at MaximumFun.org and then just click forums. Um, and I want to throw out a special thanks to Joel Siebert, who also thought that all checks had to be in cursive. So I'm glad that he was there with me. Thank you, Joel. Uh, if you'd like to have us talk about uh, a special event in your life or your corporation that wants us to uh, promote your product. Or if you're a lonely gentleman and you want to... Uh, Still haven't done that personal ad. You want to get a person. If you want us to boost your sexual confidence. <laughs> so you can go to school. So you can go to school, finally. Then we can do that for you. Listen, I'm so hungry right now. Max, you got to give the address, stupid. It's maximumfun.org. Right? Not dot .com. Yeah, no, There's good. a dot .org. MaximumFun.org slash Jumbotron. And we will blow your shit up. We, we, it's affordable. It's, it's, we'll talk all about you. Only nice things, unless you raise our ire. And we'll just, we'll blow your shit up on our and podcast. And we will literally say anything you we want. Will su- we will suck anything. We'll say anything from what? For money. Say the last I'm so hungry. The show's over. Aw, oh, 69. Oh, guys, it's episode 69. Dirty. Somebody open a window. <laughs> Griffin, 
Kristen, <laughs> fucking say the last question. No, I want to talk more I about go eight, episode sixty nine. I'll read it. I can see your computer. But listen, episode sixty nine. I feel like this is a good. This is a good moment because I think that we pleased our consumers and they please us. And so I just want to <laughs> no. thank. No, I want to thank every. This is the time for thank yous, and I want to thank every single one of our listeners for engaging. We, we couldn't me. have done it without you, and you couldn't have done it without us. Yeah. You have to have us. Just keep remem- just fucking remember that. You're nothing without <laughs> us. And we're nothing without you. So thanks for let's just let's just rub each other's gents. <laughs> the gentles. Just rub some gents. Thanks everybody. This final Yahoo was sent in by Gali Ali. Thank you, Gali Ali. It's by Yahoo Answers user Hottie Heart Twenty Five who asks I have canker sores in my mouth. Is it bad to eat spicy Doritos? <laughs> I'm Justin McElroy. I'm Travis McElroy. I'm Griffin McElroy. This has been my brother and my brother and me. Kiss your dad. Square on the lips. Keep your heart three stacks. Keep your heart. Hey, keep your heart three stacks. Keep your heart. Man, these girls are smart. Three stacks. These girls are smart. Play your part.